We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It is January 5th. It is 2024. We have a 11-game NBA slate to talk about here on today's podcast. Now there's a four, and it's like actually 14 games, but they cut off the 10 o'clock games again. Doesn't hurt my feelings with these 10 o'clock <laughs> games getting cut off. Um, so you look at some of those games and you're like, eh. So join today. By my good buddy Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Will, what's happening, my friend? Uh, nothing much, man. Just uh, I'm getting ready for weekend basketball myself. I coached the sixth grade girls team this year for the high school. And I guess you're saying, well, wait a minute, the high school? But my high school coach runs a full program down here. So he's got his basically our high school coaching staff. We all coach. Well, I'm not I'm not doing varsity and JV this year, but he's got varsity level coaches at every level of basketball in this program. So varsity, JV, middle school, and the B team. And so I'm coaching the B team, which is the sixth graders this year. And um, so yeah, that's so I've got a big game coming up on Saturday, and hopefully uh, the little ones will be ready. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. That uh, works out for you. You got some NFL on Saturday as well. Nice little two-gamer. Yeah. Uh, big game in that Colts-Texans um, game. So Huge. We, yeah, game. big game. So, well, hopefully hopefully they do well. And um, you get that you get that dub. I, I know there's probably a little bit of a winter break. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know, like, what do you oh, call boy. it nowadays? Um, it it uh, was a break. Yeah. I, I 
winter winter break slowness maybe just moving a little slower after winter break but because yeah. you know you know how it was when you were in middle school man you didn't um you didn't go running or anything during winter break <laughs> you hung out with your friends and family so we got uh 11 games a lot to talk about here in the nba streets we got a you know a few really really good games on this slate so let's jump in have some fun Give everyone our first look here at the slate. Utah at Boston, 239 total. Celtics a 14 and a half point favorite here at home against Utah. Al Horford questionable for rest is what it sounds like. Um, so I assume that they're going to rest Al Horford in this game and play him against Indiana on Saturday. Um, that's what it sounds like. So fact that he's even questionable for rest, probably going to be out for this one. Let's start with Utah here. Uh, any interest in the Jazz? Uh, not really, Stevie. I had some interest, um, you know, when they played Detroit. Walker Kessler's probably still cheap enough, you know, if he's going to get close to 30 minutes. So maybe he's okay. I will say, Stevie, I feel like DraftKings did a good job of trying to price down these guys, knowing that they were playing Boston, which would give you some incentive to consider them. Um, but generally speaking, I don't really want to play Utah um, in general. Like Clarkson, if he's getting big minutes, I think is fine at sixty two hundred, and I do think Walker Kessler, if he's going to get get you know close to thirty minutes, is fine. Outside of that, I'm I'm I'm, I'm okay passing. I love this new role for Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench. Um, he has 31% usage in both of the last two games against Dallas and Detroit. Um, so I love this new role for Clarkson coming off the bench. I think his price is still super fair. So definitely don't mind taking some shots here on Jordan Clarkson, but that's really it for me on the Utah side. I don't think that this is a spot I want to play Walker Kessler. Um, if anything, maybe Kelly Olynyk, but I don't know if I get to Kelly Olynyk on an eleven-game slate. And then on the Boston side, I mean, you like Boston in this spot. You know, Porzingis going to get a little bit of bump in rebounds with Al Horford off the floor, but nothing that's like jumping off the page to me here. You know, obviously you could take shots on Tatum, Porzingis, White. They're all really solid plays if this game stays close. Yeah, I think that's it, Stevie. But I'm not. I'm not rushing to play anymore from Boston. I mean, we got a game here, another one at seven o'clock. That, I mean, it's way better than this one. Like on both sides. So, I'm I'm okay not playing any Boston in this game. Who do we think benefits from Horford being out? Like, but I I mean, I think it's going to be Porzingis. You know, do we see like Luke Cornett play? 20, 25 minutes in this game? Uh, if if Porzingis was out too, I'd say yes. Um, because then I'd feel like they were going to split it with him and Quaita. Um, do you think Porzingis gets past – I mean, do you think Cornette gets past 15 minutes here? Maybe. I mean, probably not worried. Like, I don't even think we have to even mess with it. I mean, it's such yeah. a big slate that I don't think we're even going to have to mess with it. All right, let's go to this game that 
I mean, right off the bat, circle game, circle this one, stack it, play as much as you want. Atlanta at Indiana, 264.5 total. Indiana is a four and a half point favorite. Hunter is out for Atlanta. Brown is questionable for the Pacers. Numhart is questionable as well. Let's go to Atlanta. I mean, I talked about him the other day. Jalen Johnson, he got in some foul trouble in that game, still ended up putting up 49 fantasy points. He's still way too cheap. He's way too cheap. He would have played 35 minutes in that game. They had to sit him down because he got four fouls early in the third quarter. Love going back to the well here on Jalen Johnson. He was chalky the other night. I expect him to be very popular here. I expect Trey Young to be very popular here. And Bogdanovich, I think, is someone you could take some shots on at 6,100. Yeah, I, I don't hate that at all. And I, I mean, I love the Johnson call. Like, I mean, man, ever since coming back from injury, Stevie, I think I was concerned about how they handle his minutes for, first and foremost. And, I mean, they pretty much played him 30 minutes or more every game. So I, I love that. Um, I'm with you on Trey Young. I don't hate DeJounte Murray. Like, if they're going to keep DeJounte in this – type of price range in this type of game, Stevie, I think it's a good proposition to roll him out. Now, if they're playing the Celtics in these 7,700, maybe I think about it. But in this game against Indiana, I definitely think this one, uh, this this is a good spot for him to uh, pick up some steam here, pick up some ownership. So I, I like him a ton. Let's go to the Pacers side. I mean, this team, somewhat tough to kind of figure out. Um outside of Halliburton. Halliburton is one of, if not the top play on the slate today. It's a great spot for him. Uh, Matherin has been hit or miss. If Brown and Numhart are both out, I think you could play some TJ McConnell in tournaments. What do you like here for the Pacers? Uh, Stevie, I like the fact that we know we can play Halliburton. Um, all these other guys are just kind of all playing 20-ish minutes or so. So, like, you know, Matherin recently was kind of – he's kind of in the mid-20s. Now he's priced up to 5700 Still could be worth it, no, no doubt about it. Buddy Heal seems to be out of favor now. I, what are they doing with that? Uh, Neesmith's playing about 20 to 25 minutes a game. Bruce Brown came back. Now he's questionable again. Like, is he going to play 28 minutes? Obi Toppin, 4,600. Stevie played 27 minutes, 29 minutes, 20 in the main game before that, 25 in the game before that, 15 in the game before that. So I don't know what Coach Carmichael um, – I, I don't know what he's doing, Stevie. I, I don't feel comfortable playing anyone but uh, Halliburton. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe – Jalen Smith, but I, even him, like he's only played about twenty minutes. I, it's just kind of Halliburton or bust. I have more interest in Miles Turner than you, though. Um, I think Miles Turner under seven K matchup against Clint Capella. Like Miles Turner, he needs like thirty plus minutes in this game, and if he can get what twelve to fifteen shots on top of six to ten rebounds, like that's super solid at sixty eight hundred. So. Um, can add some blocks as well, you know, especially against Atlanta teams. So I have more interest in this spot um, for Miles Turner than you. But, I mean, it's Halliburton and Turner, and then it's like a lot of dart throws. 
Um, just start throwing darts at the dartboard after that because trying to figure out where the minutes are going to come from from the Pacers team right now is very, very tough. Stevie, what you may have to do, and it's kind of how we were treating Brooklyn at one point, you might just have to take all their four and five K guys, Benedict, uh, Toppin, Smith. Um, uh, oh man, what's what's the other guy's name? He played at a local high school here. I can't believe his. He's losing my. I'm losing his name. Um... We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Neesmith, Aaron Neesmith, uh, him, you might just have to take all those guys, put them in a group and say, I only want one of these guys if they're in the lineup and maybe play them all at eight to 10% or something, because one of them is probably going to have a good game here in this type of game environment, but I don't know who it's going to be. Yeah. I think the, the thing that we just got to continue to remember in this spot is this game has a 264 and a half total. It's projected to be the fastest pace game on the slate by a large margin. So when we when we think about how this game plays out, it's going to be very fast, very little defense, um, just an overall fantastic game. All right, we got OKC at Brooklyn, 234.5 total here. The Thunder, five-point favorite. Simmons remains out for Brooklyn. But outside of that, Everyone's good to go. Um, so Lonnie Walker is probable. DSJ is probable. They'll be back here. We'll see what kind of roles they have. Let's start here with the Thunder. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts here? I mean, it's SGA. He's fantastic. But outside of that, I mean, Chet has been very hit or miss. Josh Giddy has been eating into Jalen Williams. Jalen Williams has been eating into Josh Giddy. Lou Dort's been playing minutes like. I like the fact that like the Thunder play their core, but it's like trying to figure out where the production is going to come from is always fun. Yeah, this is Indiana light, Stevie, where <laughs> SGA is going to play 35 to 40 minutes, depending on what the game situation is. Do they go to overtime, so forth and so on. And then Giddy's going to play some minutes. Jalen Williams is going to play some minutes. Dort's going to play some minutes. Uh, you know, it, it's all over the place here. Chet does have probably the second most stable minutes, Stevie, like in a general sense. But, you know, at 7,600, do I feel comfortable playing him against Brooklyn? Not so much. But SGA is someone I don't mind playing against anyone. And uh, 10-4, once again, Stevie, I mean, he just continues to score 30-plus points frequently. 
And when you're getting a guy that can can, can score it like that and stays in the 10K range, I'm, I'm, I'm all about getting him in some lineups. Yeah, I mean, so overall for me here, I, I think it's SGA and then – if I was, I, I'm probably only gonna play one team on this slate. So, like, if I was playing 20 entry max, I'd sprinkle in some Chet and Williams and Giddy. On the Brooklyn side, I mean, this team has been very frustrating lately. Any thoughts here on the Nets? Same thoughts I always have, uh, Stevie. Price on Dinwiddie is coming down, like, it, but so have the minutes. I mean, but I feel like they're going to have stable minutes here as long as they're competitive. So, but, you know, you got DSJ who's cutting into minutes now. You got Cam Thomas back to the bench, you know, playing 20 minutes a game. Bridges, his price is coming down. He's probably got the most stable minutes. So I, I don't mind this team, Steve. I just have to separate these guys and continue to do it. Um, you know, it's been kind of, you know, Cam Johnson has been putting up some okay performances, but now, you know, his price is in that 6K range, which I think it came up to the 6K range this week. And then Stevie, now, you know, Royce O'Neal's playing minutes, DFS, Dorian Finney-Smith is playing minutes. They're just, it's it's all over the place. Claxton, his minutes seem to be stabilizing. Uh, you know, they experienced a blowout against Pelicans, then he played, you know, 28 minutes against Houston. I just – I think you said it best at the top of this analysis. This team has been frustrating. And I just – I don't want to play the guessing game. Just put them all in a group, only play one of them. Yeah, I mean, for me, when I'm looking at this team, I think that Claxton is kind of priced where he should be. I know he has a little bit of upside at this price, but – it's not the greatest. Bridges, someone that can go for 40 plus 40 at 7,100, probably not enough, probably really close. But I mean, so I think it would be nobody. I mean, as much as I hate to say it, I think like Brooklyn's a team I want to stay away from on this slate. I don't hate it. All right, we got the Knicks and the 76ers, 226.5 total in this one. Philly, a six-point favorite. Flynn, questionable. Mitch Rob out for New York. Covington, questionable. Melton, out for Philly. We'll go to the Knicks here first. Uh, any interest here in New York? Yeah, I don't like Julius Randle, man. Like, he's been – Stevie, he's been really good. It's like he's kind of going through this surge right now where – if you just look at what's happening, Stevie, he's been really good, like just scoring at will. Um, he's been pretty efficient most games, Stevie, like over 40%, some get a handful of games over 50, some into the 60% range. Like if, if you haven't been watching basketball, like you're not realizing he's pretty much scored 20 or more points every game now. It's, it's like automatic. And if he's playing like this, Stevie – 8,800, I, I like it. Um, I want to continue to get him in the lineup. So, love Randall. Um, I think, you know, I think this is a spot where, you know, we can look at Jalen Brunson. He's expensive, but, I mean, he's been productive. OG's come over. He's 6,200. Man, I wish they would have kept him under that 6K range a little bit more. But those two guys, Stevie, I think are 
you know, are, are, are big time in play. They're just, they're just really producing um, at, at, a, at, a, at a really nice level here. I like Brunson. Melton out. Maxi, not the best defender in the world. Um, I kind of, I have interest in this spot for Brunson. I don't mind Julius Randall. He always is someone that has that large ceiling in tournaments, but I think Brunson has a better road in this game to a higher upside. Um, so I think that I would probably play Brunson. OG has come over and he's played 34 and 35 minutes. He's 6,200. I just, we got to kind of see his role a little bit more. But but isn't he like the, a Tibbs type player? He, like, he is, yeah. I mean, it's like he's going to play the minutes. Is the upside there? I think is is what what we need to see. Because I mean, he's just he's he's going to do the dirty work. And if the scoring takes off, then then I like it. But I, I'm with you. Like I'd much rather him be in that mid five k range to take shots to them than over six k. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I don't want to play Hartenstein in a matchup with Embiid. He's been playing really solid minutes. Um, he grabbed 20 rebounds the other night against Chicago. Don't think I want to touch him in this matchup. Going to yeah. the Philly side with Melton off the floor, Embiid gets the biggest bump, and Embiid's one of the best, if not the best player in the NBA, um, depending on who you that, ask. Right? Yeah. How crazy is that? Melton is off the floor, and Embiid gets the bump. He does. Who already has, who already owns the highest usage rate on the team. Insane. And look, man, we know the deal on TV. Play Joel Embiid against anybody. Doesn't matter. He's scoring. He's putting up the fantasy production. Love him. Tyrese Maxey's price is coming down. Uh, shout out to the Peloton commercial. Gotta love that. Uh, I, I, I'm very excited. Uh, about Max's price coming out. Steve, if we make it, we get him down to 8K. Can, can he squeeze out one more rough performance and get him to 8K? And I'll start, I'll start taking some shots. But it's in beat, it's in beat or bust for me, man. Love and beat in this spot. Yeah, for sure. Um, we should note that if you think this game's going to stay close, Batum might play 30 minutes at 3,900. He and Ubre started the other night with Melton ball off the floor. So, I mean, I don't think we're going to need him on an 11-game slate. I think we'll have plenty of injury news pop up throughout the day. But um, just wanted to throw Nicholas Batum out there. Still still yeah. doing his thing. All right, we got Washington at Cleveland, 240 total. Cleveland, 10.5-point favorite. Washington's good to go. Garland and Mobley remain out for Cleveland. Let's start with Washington. What do you like here for the Wizards? Nothing. I mean, this game just happened. Like we literally no, we just, just talked about this game the other day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I'm with you as far as nothing um, on the Washington side. I again, from time to time, I'll play some Daniel Gafford. Hate this spot for him overall. I don't think that. I don't think I want to play anybody from Washington. I'm quickly. I was pulling up game flow from the other night. I know the game wasn't close whatsoever. Kuzma had a big first quarter. Jordan Poole had a good first quarter. They just, I mean, nothing got going here for Washington. I, I'm going to pass on Washington. Um, I, I will say the prices are coming down enough, Stevie. Maybe maybe DraftKings is hearing our cries here. Like, getting Poole at 6K 
and getting Kuzma and the AK, if these prices keep coming down, we will start being able to play this team. But I, I still don't want to play them against Kuzma. Allen, just one of my favorite plays the other day in the same matchup. Um, Went nuts on the glass. Nuts. Yeah. He, I, I looked at his prop already. He's at even money at 13 and a half, half rebounds. Yeah, um, I figured. I, and I so. didn't look at it either, Steve. I just figured he was 12 and a half the last day. I was like, they had to bump it. They had to like your boy. Uh, your boy still took the over. Um, <laughs> I'm I am pot committed when it comes to Jared Allen's rebound props. He I'm way ahead this season when it comes to Jared Allen's rebounding prop and Mobley still out matchup with Washington. Um, hard not to have interest. Uh, Mitchell let everybody down in this spot the other night, and it was just basically Cleveland smashed Washington, and Mitchell didn't so, really have to do anything. So, do we think and he still put up forty? Like, yeah. like that, that's like the silver lining. He still put up forty. I know it's wild. Yeah. Do we think people go back to the well on him, or do we think we get Mitchell at lower ownership here? Steve, I think I think the larger slate is going to lead to lower ownership. But I'm not overlooking the fact that he put up 40 fantasy points in 24 minutes. Yeah, he had a 40. he had a 30 35% usage rate in that Washington game. Stevie, I mean it's a it's a good spot. Him him not going nuts is what helped us get these prices this time. Like, yeah, had he gone off, he would have probably been 10-2 today. I, I I'll take my shot again at 9500 against Washington uh, at home. At, I, I think he's got tremendous upside. I think you can take shots on Struess, Levert as well. Um, Nang, when the game kind of gets out of hand, he gets that like fourth quarter run. I don't, I mean, if you're trying to project a blowout, sure, um, go for it. Um, Merrill's the other one that kind of gets run in games that get out of hand. So I know Sam Merrill. Squirrel Patrol was on him on expert survey in this game on Wednesday. He had really low ownership and scored 27 fantasy points. So shout out to John. Uh, anything else you wanted to mention here on the Cleveland side? Uh, I mean, I, I do think Okoro is cheap enough. Like if, if we get to the point where we don't have significant value, Stevie, Okoro, 4,900. He only played 20 minutes. He probably would have played about 30 minutes. I'm not saying quite 30, but 28 to 30. I, I think it's reasonable to consider him in this spot. But that that's about it for me. All right, moving on. We got Charlotte at Chicago. No total in this game. And I was like, why is there no total? And then I did the injury report. And Levine and Vooch are questionable. Craig is out. And then on the Charlotte side, Ball, Hayward, Nick Lakina, and Williams out. We Billy Donovan said that Vooch wasn't going to practice this week, and then all of a sudden he's questionable on the injury report here. I do not I, think Vooch plays for what yeah. it's worth. And I thought um, he said he was going to be out a couple weeks anyway. I thought yeah, that's they, what they, yeah. they said timetable, but I do, however, think that Levine is really close. Um, yeah. So yeah. I think Levine could play, but I don't think Vooch plays. Let's start with Charlotte. What do you like here for your for your Hornets? Oh boy. Um I will say this. Terry Rogier, eighty four hundred, Stevie. All he's doing is putting up big performances. Now it's not every day, but Stevie, in the last five games, he's put up at least 
I'll say 49, 49 fantasy points in, in three of the last five. One of them was a 60-burger. One of them was a 50-burger, 53 and 65. And, I mean, if you just go back, I mean, he, he's been doing this, Stevie, pretty much since they he's had to do it. I I think Rogers going to play every day at this price. Now, look, that doesn't mean Charlotte's going to win every game. That doesn't mean this game could get out of hand. But at this price, this is a guy who can put up 50 to 60 every game right now. And so if this was anybody else, Stevie, he'd be – if this was Scotty Barnes in this spot, he'd be 9,500. Like, so I think we're getting a discount on Rozier because the team is bad. Just wanted to point that out. Really like him today. Um, and I, I'm more than willing to, to run him out in tournaments. I don't feel like I have to play Bridges. Uh, Brandon, I don't feel like I have to play Miller, but Terry Rozier, he, he's a guy I think, Steve, we need to be considered for tournaments big time. Um, and I, I don't hate Cody Martin either, despite the fact that the, the production hasn't quite been there at 4,800. He's another one of those fringe guys to me, kind of like Okoro, that if we don't get significant value, they can be included. Yeah, I love the Rozier call. Um, I mean, his usage just is insanely high right now 33 34 31 28 30 36 so um like the rosier call and like i think this basketball game stays remotely close um i mean we have the 25th and 26th offensive rating teams facing off against each other here so i don't think we're going to necessarily see a, a blowout so i do like the rosier call i think miller is priced appropriately um, if Miller or like if Rozier were to sit, yeah, Miller would be great. Um, and then Bridges is 7,900. I mean, I could see Bridges going for like 40 to 50 fantasy points in this matchup. Don't necessarily love the $7,900 price tag. So I think Rozier would be my play here. And if Vooch sits, Drummond might be my favorite play on the slate. Um, I mean, how many boards for Drummond in this game? Like 25? Like I would, I will tell you right now that i will probably ladder drummond's rebounds to 20 in this spot when the books put this this line out stevie you should um <laughs> you should <laughs> i here's what i'm saying here folks listen all spots aren't created equal and i don't think this is just because it's my favorite team like you know i, I watched them i know what's going on but, like, if you've been a DFS player, Stevie, over the last, let's be conservative, five years, like, you know this already. And Andre Drummond is, like, an elite rebounder in terms of NBA when he gets full run. Stevie, Andre Drummond, here's my hot take. Andre Drummond has 13 rebounds in the first half. He might have 50. That's my hot take. And it's probably not as hot as you think. He can legit have 10 rebounds in the first quarter. And it's like, maybe that's a little too spicy, but I'm telling you, it's almost not. Like, this could be a spot of all spots. And I'm saying that for props and pick them and DFS, Stevie. Like, oh, yeah. Him, I mean, love, love him for DFS. Yeah. We saw him pick up 16 rebounds against the Knicks. I, I know Mitch, Mitch Rob is out. 17 against Philly with Embiid playing. 23 the game before that. Stevie, this, just look, get ready for the ride, folks. Andre Drummond's probably going to have a, a super 
dominant performance as long as he's not in foul trouble. And I – so he, he's big time in Who's going to get him in foul trouble, Nick Richards? If he gets in foul trouble against Nick Richards, he deserves to not get there. Well, Stevie, but that, what I'm saying is that's literally the only thing that holds him. Oh back no, I agree. From, from from like just massive upside here. Do still like Kobe White? Um, DeRozan could absolutely get off. I think for me, I'll I'll take a wait and see approach in terms of does Levine come back? Because if Levine comes back, even if he plays. 30 minutes, Stevie. I think that's going to affect Kobe Wyatt more than DeRozan. But it's not going to affect Drummond. I can tell you that right now. So what do we think? Because it's not out yet. Obviously, they're going to wait till Vooch News comes out to release player props for this game um, for Pick'em and for Sportsbooks. What do we think Drummond's rebounding prop comes in at? 13 and a half? 14 and a half? You think it's going to come in that high? I do. It came. It was fourteen and a half against the Knicks the other night. Um, yeah, and the Knicks. I I think it comes in at fifteen and a half. And, I think uh, I still want the over. If if you're planning to ladder it, you got to take it. Like you yeah. can go fifteen, six, like you said, all the way up to twenty. And there's a good chance I ladder it to twenty. Yeah, you, you get no argument from me. I will say and, though, like I'm not betting Drummond. And like someone in chat could be Travis. You're telling me to bet the over on rebounds on Drummond. I am not betting Drummond until I know Vooch is out of this game. Right, right. Yeah, right. just making. I just want to make that clear. Love Drummond if Vooch is out. I'm with you on everybody else. I want to see what happens with Levine. Uh, if Levine sits, I like Kobe White at 7300. I think he's yeah. a really strong tournament play here. Um, if we get news that Levine's going to sit, but Levine's getting close, and I don't want to pay the DeRozan. Or Kobe White price if Levine's going to even play 20, 25 minutes in this game. So, Correct. Um, yep. I agree. All right. We got Clippers at Pelicans, 228 and a half total here. Clippers are one point favorite. Murphy questionable. Ryan out. Clippers good to go. Um, what do we like here for the Clippers? Uh, Stevie, so it feels like James Harden is like the upside guy right now. For, for this team. And, you know, just something you just kind of had to look at. Paul George, in terms of, like, legit upside, he's going to have some games where he popped. Like, the other night, Stevie popped because he scored 33 points. Picked up way more rebounds than usual, like seven rebounds, where typically he's in the three to five range. But, but it was the point, Stevie. We can't count on Paul George right now for 30-plus points a game. We can count on him for mid-20s. And typically, Stevie, when he's in the mid-20s, he's not scoring enough fantasy points with James Harden and Kawhi Leonard playing. That, that's the point I'm trying to make. So I think it's harder for me. Um, and, and and maybe maybe some Kawhi because Kawhi has still been tapping into his upside with all three of them playing. Paul George is the odd man out, and I hate it. He's still playing really good basketball for the NBA. Scored 20-plus points a game, but fantasy production is down. And so I think he's the odd man out. I like Kawhi. I like um, I like Harden. And now we're getting Norman Powell, Stevie, under 5K. I'm back on board plugging in some Norman Powell shares. Um, we've talked about Zubak as well, I think, a couple times on the show. He's under 6K, Stevie. Back on board. I don't mind Zubak at this price either. 
feel really good about my 15 to 1 Clippers championship bet. I'm just saying, I this team's rolling right now. Watch out. If they can stay healthy with these three guys playing the way they're playing, who watch out. They are um, rolling and and the Lakers are falling off a cliff. Yeah. They, I they, think if you're if, okay, like I don't want to I don't want to poo-poo on Zubach here, but like if you're the Clippers, like do you make a move before the trade deadline and try to get a big man? Like you you have a championship built team. Like, is Zubac well, the answer? He might be the answer for the money. That's the... <laughs> I mean, you're you're pot committed at this point. You got Kawhi, James Harden, and Paul George. Like, just go over the, just go for it. I mean, what do, do you think? Let move Westbrook. <laughs> no one's taking I, that contract. I don't. I don't think they want to move him though. Yeah, I mean, he gives you he gives you so much production off the bench for like a, a six man type six man type role, but yeah. as far as far as this slate is concerned, I would rank them Kawhi, Harden, George, um, and that's it. I don't want to play anybody else. I'm with you. Norman Powell is somewhat interesting, but these three guys are just playing at an elite level yeah. right now. Yeah, incredible, incredible. Uh, Pelican side of this game. Good for Brandon Ingram getting us back over our one and a half steals and rebounds the other night against Minnesota. Uh, any interest here in the Pelicans? Uh, uh, vaguely, Steve. Like, this should be a competitive game. Like, this is a game where I think, you know, th- th- to me this is a prove-it game almost for the Pelicans, Steve, because they've got, they've got playoff hopes, and they've actually been playing well. Like, they're, they're in the thick of things here. Um, you know, do Zion flashed a little bit of upside last game, 27, four and six, like, and he's had some upside games here recently. So I, I don't mind Zion, uh, at 7,700. Ironically, Stevie, I don't hate McCullum at 73 in a competitive game. Um, I, but I think it's just the big guys. Now, you know, if, if Trey Murphy sits again, like, how interested are we in Alvarado now that he's come up to 4,100? Um, I'm not as interested. I think some of those other cheaper guys are better, but I wouldn't tell, tell you not to if that's kind of your value play of the day. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, moving on. We got Minnesota at Houston. 220.5 total here. Minnesota, a a 3.5 point favorite. Minnesota's good to go. Easton questionable. Brooks out for Houston. Tough defensive game in general here. You know, we have two of the top four defensive rating teams in the NBA um, going off against each other in this one. We know Houston likes to play slow. Minnesota kind of likes to play slow. Are we playing anybody from Minnesota in this spot? Steven, I I don't hate uh, uh, Anthony Edwards. Like, at 9K... He's the one guy in this game that I would say, man, no matter what matchup he's got, the upside is there. Um, 
like like when we were looking at Maxi for like if we just look at what Edwards has been doing, Stevie, I mean he's pretty much it's like an automatic 40 plus with upside for 50, 60. So I, I like Anthony Edwards and, and what he's been able to accomplish. Um I have talked about the fact that I do think Gobert getting down this mid 7K range, Stevie, is a little too cheap for me. Like I think getting getting sprinkles of him in tournaments is the right move. And then Carl Anthony Towns is 7,200 as well. And while his upside is limited uh, because uh, because Edwards has been playing so well, I just think at that price, we take some tournament shots. I'm not saying we need to commit to large, you know, uh, ownership concentrations, but I think your tournament bills, uh, you need to commit to some because at, at those prices, him or Gobert could get 50 in any game you know, essentially. So I think, I think they need to be considered at those prices. So Anthony Edwards for me, um, I don't think 50 beats me today. And I, I, he has to shoot incredibly good and score 40 actual points to get to 60. I don't know if he necessarily is going to do that in a matchup against Houston. So I think I'm going to pass, but I hear you. And on the Houston side, I mean, I'm struggling here. Like, Jalen Green has seen a huge increase in shots and usage with Brooks off the floor. Easton potentially missing this game as well. Um, I just, for me, Jalen Green's price is now really where it should be. Um, Van Vliet, I think, still has like 50-plus point upside at $1,000 cheaper than Edwards. We know that Sangoon is someone that can go for 50-plus at 8,600. So I think on Houston, I would just look at playing the two studs here. Yep. Yep. I love that call. That's where I am. If Eason sits, like, are we playing some Jason Tate at 4,800? Or he just doesn't do enough? I am. Yeah, I don't don't think I am. I'd rather just – I'd still play probably, uh, you know, Amin Thompson over him at 4,100. Because, I mean, he's got – in my opinion, way more upside right now. Yeah, and he'd have more usage with that second unit, too. Yeah. All right, Portland at Dallas, 237.5 total in this game. Dallas, an 11-point favorite. I feel like we just saw this game not long ago. Ayton. Yes, we did. We saw yeah. it two days ago. <laughs> yep. Ayton, Brown, Williams out. Walker, doubtful. Exum doubtful, Holmes doubtful, Kleber out, lively questionable, Williams questionable on the Dallas side. A lot of potential injury news in this one. Let's start here with Portland. What do we like here for the Trailblazers? Uh, I mean, I guess with everybody back, Stevie, it looks like, you know, Scoot Henderson is picking up minutes at 6,100. I don't hate it. He's starting to flash some upside. Um, what are, what are they trying to do with Brogdon? I'm going to assume my assumption is blowout is just crushing him right now. So at 7,200, I still think he's got some upside. And then uh, Simons, I think I think he's he's got some upside if the game is close. But outside of that, Stevie, I just we're all over the place here. Yeah, I mean we can play Jeremy Grant. He <laughs> 
Jeremy just doesn't get it done for me in a general sense, Stevie. Like, he's going to have some games where he pops, but his primary thing is just scoring. Like, he, most games he's not rebounding at an incredible clip. And so at 7,100, I'm, I'm okay passing. Yeah, Grant, like, when some of these bigs are healthy, he just doesn't go get boards. He needs a yeah. lot of people to be out to go get boards. Um I think you could take some shots here on Simons. If this game stays competitive, I think that Simons is having a big game. Or Brogdon. Like, Brogdon's been playing terrible recently. Um, played terrible against this team the other night. I think we would look at Simons. Um, and then my boy Diop Reith in this one got ejected the other night. Um, six minutes into this game. So I think he's going to come out wanting some wanting some buckets um i'm just saying <laughs> like and like moses brown is out too so i, I think reese yeah, draws he's gonna draw the start that's what i'm saying like yeah i think he finally think he plays 25 minutes i wouldn't be shocked if he plays more like if this game is competitive i i wouldn't be shocked like because now like it's not only it's not only like williams right it's now an eight and now it's brown and walker's doubtful so like I think, I think the minutes are going to be there in this spot for um, Reith. So, very okay, interested in all day. Yeah, interested in him, and I'm interested in Kamara. Um, I think there's a lot of value in Portland in this spot, and I'm hoping this game stays a lot more competitive than it was the other night. I just don't get Kamara right, man. It's so bad. Like, I don't know why they don't give him extended run in games that aren't close. Like, let him keep getting some shots up. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Let's play. Let's play Thibel. <laughs> you know what you got out of that guy, right? right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like Baji is someone that could potentially play some extra minutes in this game, but it's not like Dallas typically plays really big either. So, I mean, overall for me on this Portland side, interested in Kamara, Simons, and then. I, even if they start um, Baji here, I think Reef is the play. I think Duop Reef is the play. Yeah. Uh, Dallas talked about this the other day. Like Luca with Kyrie back, I think Luca's too expensive. Does Luca still have the, one of the highest ceilings on the slate? The answer is always going to be yes. Um, but with Kyrie back, we're just going to see less Luca. He did have 58 fantasy points in three quarters the other night against this team. Um, what are your thoughts here on Dallas? Um, I like Dallas. Don't love Dallas, Stevie. Um, I'm with you on Luca. Now, I will say this. You know, I think I think there's a path where if this game is tight, like they keep rolling, like, like you talked about. If this game is tight, Stevie, I mean, how many of this you think Luca goes 45, 8, and 7 or something? Like, he probably gets you close to 70 fantasy points in this game. So, I'm, I don't want to quite X him out. I'm, I still want to take a wait and see. I feel like Kyrie is going to be more sporadic than Luca. And what I guess what I mean is, I feel like Luca is going to put up 50 to 60 most games, where Kyrie is going to be somewhere between 30 and 50. And that's. That's why I have concerns with Kyrie. Um, so I, I'm not as interested in Kyrie in this spot. And then with him and Luca playing, 
like man, I mean, we, we still got Derrick Jones Jr., but him and him and these band of brothers here, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr., uh, it, it, it's really going to, I think, limit their upside, Stevie. Not that they won't contribute in a real game situation, but just in terms of fantasy upside with Luke and Kyrie there, I just those are the only two guys I can consider from this team. What I thought was interesting what Dallas did the other night against Portland was Kyrie played six minutes, checked out, came back at the end of the first quarter to play like the last minute. He checked in for Luka in the last minute of that game or that quarter. Played a five-minute stint in the second quarter. Luca came back. They so yes, they're on the floor together more than they're not on the floor together. But it looks like Dallas is going to use Kyrie a lot more with that second unit. It's something to watch here. Um, like we just need Kyrie's price to come down just a, just a little bit. If he's going to get a lot of usage of that second unit, Kyrie's going to get his. He's going to score. Yeah. Um, I, I will note, like, Jaden Hardy did not check into that game until the blowout, which I thought was interesting. They ran a really tight six-man rotation um, for the first few minutes of that, or the first three quarters of that game. Um, Dwight Powell got a little bit of run, so I guess technically it was seven people. But it was Luca, Kyrie, Lively, Josh Green, Hardaway, and Derek Jones Jr. And they like Josh Green for some reason. Whenever he's been healthy, he's played. It's yep. crazy. And not not crazy as in like he can't play basketball. I'm saying like he's had a role with this team. Well, they, they just they know they don't have a lot of defense in Luca and Kyrie. They got to get some defense out there. They don't necessarily need scoring. Yeah, and I will say this, Stevie. I think from a coaching perspective, the if they handle Kyrie and Luca this way for right now, that's actually probably their best option. Like that's what they oh, should yeah. do. They play them, you know, and stagger, and then that way late in the game, you know, they've gotten it, both of them have gotten into a good flow and they can flow together till the end. I, I think that's a great coaching strategy. Yeah. I think like overall, you're going to see like Exum have a, a huge role down the stretch if he can stay healthy. Like he's one of the best defenders on this team. So like they need him to be healthy for this team to really be rolling. All right, so we got my Magic heading to Denver. No total in this game. Back to back for Denver um, on the Orlando tough stuff. stretch right now too. Tough yeah. stretch for them. Yeah, I mean, this anytime you get like one of those West Coast swings and you got half your team out, it's never good. Wendell Carter Jr. is questionable. Fultz, Harris, Ingles, Isaac, Franz, Wagner, all out for the Magic here. Oh um, man. Yeah, tough spot going up against Denver, but. I mean, a lot of bodies out. The one thing that I will say, like, DK priced these guys up. Like, we're not getting Cole Anthony at 5,500. We're not getting Jalen Suggs at 5,700. Banchero's 87. So what are we doing with the Magic with all these guys out but being priced up? They did play Okiki in the Sacramento game now. And, and Stevie, I know you probably know that was a double OT. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they had to. <laughs> They're out of bodies. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he's probably the guy that's going to get a few minutes. Super sad, man, with Franz here, you know, going down in that in that uh, sacrifice. If Franz doesn't go down, they actually probably win that game for what it's worth. Um, so Luckily, it was an ankle sprain, though, and, like, yeah. their x-rays came back okay. It was just an ankle sprain, so. Yeah, yeah. But I so I like um, – 
I, I feel like Stevie O'Kiki might be a guy we consider. But once again, Denver will be on a back-to-back going from Golden State to Denver. Obviously, Denver plays at home there. But it is something to note. Still the hardest back-to-back in the NBA. Correct. <laughs> and, they, and they are a part of it this time yep. at home. So Orlando may have a leg up here. You know, considering they were in Sacramento on Wednesday, they probably got into Denver, I would say, three, four. Uh, it was, it was. I think the game ended somewhere in the 1 o'clock area, Eastern time. So they probably got to Denver three somewhere around 3 o'clock, Stevie, I would say. Probably Eastern time, 3 o'clock a.m. Eastern time Thursday morning. So they've been there already today. I'm, I'm 100% positive of that. So they should be close to adjusted, Stevie. And now they're getting different back to back. This could be a sneaky win for Orlando. I like them as a team today. You know, I, like you said, they've already priced them up, but I don't hate Anthony. I don't hate uh, Paolo, who's, who's just been out of his mind, Stevie, recently. Paolo's just playing out of his mind. And then Okiki on the, uh, on the cheap side in this game as well. See, I don't have Fandle pulled up in front of me. Um, so I don't know if they have him on Fandle or not, but uh, Trevlin, Trevlin Queen is another one to watch here. Because, like, we got to remember Gary Harris is out too. And, like, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't think, like, Gary Harris is – like, this dude plays, like, 28 minutes a night. Like, Do you so, think they're going to bump Anthony Black and, and just keep him stable, like, maybe the next game or two at 25 to 28 minutes? I think they're going to have to play everybody minutes in this game. Um I want to see what the starting lineup looks like. Yeah. I, I think, okay, like my best guess here as a Magics fan would be Black, Suggs, yep. Houston, Banchero, Goga with Anthony, Okiki, and Queen coming off the bench. This game isn't on Fandle, Dave says, so we don't even have to worry about Queen over there either. So, um, and we got to well, watch the Wendell Carter Jr. news because, like, if Wendell Carter Jr. sits here, like, we might be getting into playing, like, some Caleb Houston in this spot. Yeah. Mo Wagner in this spot. Yeah, I, I think – and I'm with you. I think for me, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident. I'm 100% confident, Steven. Let me say that. Sug starts. Banchero starts. Um, uh, Goga starts. Those three will start. I think they start black for what it's worth. I think they, they start, start black too. I think Anthony yeah. he 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 was starting up until the Sacramento game. So I think yeah. he I think it'd be black Suggs, Houston, Banchero, Goga um in this spot. So Okay. Lot of lot of potential value. I don't mind the Okiki call. I would like Okiki a lot more if Wendell Card Jr. sits. Gotcha. Uh, Denver back to back for Denver. We expect them to be somewhat full strength here. Uh, this game is going on right now as we're recording. What are your thoughts here when it comes to Denver? Um, Steve, I'm going to treat them the way I would treat any other team on a back to back going to their stadium. I'm going to avoid Denver today. And if they run it up, they run it up, but I, I'm going to fade them, including Jokic. Uh, I don't feel great about it, but once again, Stevie, I think we've done really well taking stands on back-to-backs going into Denver, and I'm not going to let the home team be exempt. So I'm I'm going to fade them today. 
I think the one thing that we should point out about the Magic is they're going to be missing some of their good defenders in this game. So it's not going to be the top one of the like top five defensive rating team here. Like Wendell Carter Jr. is really good defensively. Jonathan Isaac's really good defensively. Um, Fultz has actually been really good defensively this year, but he's only played five games, so it's tough to say um where he's going to be at but i mean franz wagner is one of the better defenders and gary harris plays a lot because he's a good defender so our starting lineup might be three or four of our worst defenders um in this game so i think denver's more interesting than they would be typically but man they're expensive i mean that's the problem is they're they're expensive yeah even peyton watson yeah everybody um I think if you're playing anybody from Denver, you're just playing Jokic, hoping he has a ceiling game. Yeah. Miami at Phoenix is where we finish it out. No total in this game because KD is questionable. Um, KD is questionable. Gordon's questionable. Lee and Little out. Or I guess Lee Little is upgraded to questionable. On the Miami side, Butler, Highsmith out. Martin, doubtful. We'll go Miami first here. No Jimmy Butler. No Caleb Martin. Tough matchup against Phoenix. Any interest here in the Heat? Uh, Bam, Stevie Bam's just been really good. And even against the Lakers the other night, like I know he didn't quite get there against the Lakers, but, you know, 28 and 16 against Utah, 21 and 15 against the Clippers. Clippers, really tough defensive team, uh, was able to put together a nice performance. I don't hate it against, I don't hate Bam against Phoenix. I'm not, he's probably tier two for me today in terms of plays to get in. Um, I, I don't hate Josh Richardson on the cheap end if he's going to get minutes and I don't hate Duncan Robinson if he's going to get minutes. Like these are just guys we have to consider with how the, uh, how the pricing is now. I'm, I'm less likely, I think, uh, to maybe take a stab at hero because he's got to be scoring the ball, Stephen, if, if he's going to get it. Like, he's got to put up massive scoring numbers to get there. Where Bam could score 18, 15 rebounds, two or three blocks, a steal. He just has, has other outlets. So I'm I'm not as interested in Hero, but love Bam. And then a couple of cheap guys, Richardson and uh, Duncan Robinson. I'll throw one more cheap name out at you, uh, Nikolo, Nikola Jovic. Started, yeah, he, he, start he yeah. started against the Lakers the other night and played 28 minutes. Um, Miami doesn't mess around. If he if he draws a start, I think he gets 20 to 25 plus minutes here. So yeah. um, don't necessarily hate him in this spot. Like Kevin Love played 28 minutes against his good buddy LeBron the other night. Um, so I don't. I think that was more of playing against LeBron than anything else. Miami's tough, but man, they're getting the minutes. The minutes are there. They're playing big minutes. Hero is someone, like you said, really kind of relies on 30 plus point night to get over that 45 plus fantasy point night. Yeah. And he could do it. That's the thing. Like Tyler Hero, I, I have way more interest in Miami in this game if KD gets ruled out. Like I think this game, way more competitive, close basketball game if KD doesn't play, dealing with the hamstring. Um, what are your thoughts here on Phoenix? Stevie, Bobo getting 20 minutes a game, got to consider it 3,800. Like, they're going to give him 20 minutes. Uh, I'm in. I, I have to 
I, I think Memphis he's played twenty he played twenty minutes against Portland, nineteen minutes against the Clippers. Um, it, Do we that, think that, he plays those minutes though? If KD plays, well, I'm sorry if KD's out. Sorry, yeah, sorry. O- only if KD's out. Yeah, thank thank you. I wanted to make that clear. Um, so yeah, I I don't hate that because you know they they played Metu with with KD out as well, but Metu's not playing thirty minutes, so that's why I think the bowl bowl. Um, uh, being able to roster him could could come into effect, and of course, outside of that, Bradley Beal, Stevie, he's back. He's playing big minutes. Played forty-one minutes against the Clippers, Stevie. That Stevie Phoenix don't play game. around, man. Forty-one. <laughs> now he only scored twenty-one real points, but Stevie, you you know me, I like to analyze what happened. He shot very inefficiently against the Clippers, which makes a ton of sense to me. 35% from the field. Steve, he hits a couple more shots. He's soaring past 40. If KD's out, 7,200 against Miami. Uh, not that Miami's a slouch on defense, but no Jimmy Butler, a couple other pieces missing. Will the roll Beal out there. And Booker has come down to 9,200, Stevie. Don't hate that either. Yeah, I I have a lot of interest in Bo Boy, like you said. Um they checked in a Duca the other night when Nurkic left the well, like Nurkic checked out in the first quarter and um Aduka checked in and then like to start the second quarter they had Bull Bull out there and they honestly they didn't ever bring Nurkic back in, in the fourth quarter after he checked out. So I I think like Frank Vogel is someone that will ride, you know, someone playing well. And the fact that he's got a couple minutes here in the back to back game, so um, don't hate that as like a let's get weird GPP play of the day. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as Phoenix is concerned, I don't mind like a little mini game stack of this game. I, I could see it just being a competitive basketball game and like two or three people having good games. It's just Booker and Beal. I think I would much rather play Booker if KD is out. If KD plays, I don't have a ton of interest in Phoenix in general um, overall here. But also, watch the news on Eric Gordon, because if he were to sit here, I think that would bump up a guy like Grayson Allen for me as well. Yeah. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll ship it off into the weekend. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who do you got? Stevie, I think we've got some... uh... Some interesting options today, um, some that aren't so bad. I think for me, Stevie, in my heart of hearts, I want to go Isaac Okoro, but I think that's a little bit too thin. Um, get, give me Chumo Kiki. I think he gets the minutes today with all those bodies out. Give me Okiki. First round draft pick back in the day, man. Um, Magic's still waiting for him to stay healthy. So, <laughs> I mean, let's see what happens with him. I want to, I want to see him stay healthy. But uh, I'm going to go Duop Wreath in this matchup. 4K got oh, ejected the other night in this matchup. I think he's going to come out wanting buckets. Moses Brown is out as well as Aiton now. Walker's doubtful. Give me Duop Wreath at 4K. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who is your bust today? Uh, Stevie, tough one for me um, because they're just, to me, there are so many options. 
I'm going to go with somebody I don't typically use. I think this is a tougher matchup than people think. Give me Paul George at, at, at 8,300 against the Pelicans. I'm going to go with my buddy, my good friend, and long, long time of my friends don't let friends play, Nikola Jokic. Um, back-to-back for Denver going into Denver, which is tough. It's a 70-63 to 63 game at halftime. Golden State is pushing the pace against Denver here on Thursday night. Tough spot going against my others to hit, please. (laughs) I need I need the squad pick to get there. Um, was it Kaminga over like four and a half rebounds or something? So need that to get there. So yeah. Um, but yeah, Jokic is my my under five X play today. Give me your favorite six X play. Who do you got? I'm going back to the well, Stevie, and I think he could dominate this spot. Give me give me Donovan Mitchell, ninety five hundred against Washington. I'm going back to the well as well, my friend, and going Jalen Johnson for Atlanta. Ooh, I think he's underpriced. He had 18 shots the other night. Like, this is a guy that was consistently putting up numbers um, like a week or two into the season. Got hurt. Jalen Johnson, um, love this spot for him. Uh, let's get weird. GPP play of the day. Levin Gamer, what do you got for us? I don't know how weird this is going to be. I'm not sure how much people are going to embrace how good this matchup is. Steve, give me Andre Drummond against the Charlotte Hornets. I think on a big slate like this, um, people are going to have a tough time clicking Drummond over Jared Allen, and I think you just click both of them. The the matchup <laughs> the, the matchups for those two guys, Drummond and Allen could combine for 120 fantasy points in in their in their matchups today. Um, yeah. Love this spot for those two guys. So, uh, like that one. I'm going Jalen Brunson as my Let's Get Weird GPP play. A little bit of defensive downgrade with Melton now, and I think Brunson's going to be low-owned. He has a huge usage rate, and for some reason, nobody likes to play Jalen Brunson. So, he's a guy that can get a 30-15 game, and I think that we got to have a little bit of interest in Brunson today. Uh, any bets, props, pick em plays that you like here? Stevie, I have a handful that I just keep attacking. And if you follow this show and you listen, you're going to know what they are. <laughs> uh, Luka Doncic is back playing basketball again tonight. If we get him at nine and a half rebounds, Stevie, just take the under. Now, he might start dropping to eight and a half because, I mean, he's been, it's been, we've been kind of hitting this one a lot, a lot, a lot. So even at eight and a half, Stevie, I'm willing to eat the cheese here. If we get Jason Tatum, at nine and a half, I'm willing to eat it. At eight and a half, I'm willing to eat it. Those two have uh, have been on the slate a fair amount. Those are two kind of staples for me that I've been been choosing to take. If we get uh, Suggs, Stevie Jalen Suggs at three and a half rebounds, we're taking the under. Like th- these are just kind of staple props that we've been including. They've been great, and uh, so so those three. All right. Um, mine is a pick em or prop because it's up on both of them right now. But I'm going on the hard rock. Jalen Johnson over 25 and a half points and rebounds. I talked about how much um, I like this spot for him. This game environment is just fantastic. And Jalen Johnson, I mean, this is a guy 35, 
37-31 in the last three games. The the sports books have not adjusted to Jalen Johnson playing 30 minutes yet. Love this spot against the Pacers. So Jalen Johnson over 25.5 points and rebounds. That'll wrap us up for the Morning Grind NBA podcast for Friday. Appreciate everyone hanging out with us over there on YouTube. We'll be back Monday talking more hoops, talking what happened in the NFL this weekend and what we're going to be looking at for the playoffs. Have a good weekend, everyone. We'll see you again on Monday.